here is what we are doing. What are we doing today, Yuvraj? So we were gonna talk about Harry Potter books, and I'm actually not sure. Can you fill me in? Right. So just for context to everybody that's listening, Yuvraj does not know anything about what I have planned for today. Uh, Yuvraj, have you seen the Crimes of Grindelwald or like the Fantastic Beasts series? I saw the first movie, not the second one, not, and not I don't remember one. the first one at all. Okay, so we can't talk about that. That was the first thing I had planned for today. The second thing was the Philosopher's Stone, or on the low. low yeah, I I remember that. that. Uh, on the low likelihood that somebody is listening from the US, the Sorcerer's Stone. Um, and obviously yeah. this this whole thing is going to have spoilers for basically the entire book series. So tune out right now if you don't want that. Okay. So in the first chapter of the Philosopher's Stone, what happens is we see that Mr. and Mrs. Dursley lead a very normative life, and they're really, really freaked out about everything that's even slightly out of the ordinary. Uh, and the reason for that is they, well, Petunia is afraid that Lily Potter is going to approach them along with Harry and James. Uh, mm-hmm. Right away, I have a theory about what happens in the next chapter. This is the boy who lived. Uh, in that chapter, yeah. Harry gets dropped off at the Dursley's doorstep, and we later learn that he would get picked up by Aunt Petunia in the morning, and Dursley would poke and prod him and all of that. What mm-hmm. I think happened is. and this might be a very unpopular opinion and people might hate me for this but what i think happened there is because harry was a horcrux that's the reason the dursleys mistreated him so much uh but how would they know he's a horcrux they don't have any connections yeah, to they, the they don't have any connections world. to the visiting world but later in the 7th book we see that Whoever is wearing the locket, Slytherin's locket, which is also a Horcrux, is bad-tempered. They have they're in a bad state of mind. They're more likely to lash out at small things. Uh, basically, their temperament is much worse than whatever else. And this means uh, much more in magnitude to Ron that we are A lot of yeah. Ron is affected more by this. I'm not able to speak today, so <laughs> that's just a natural byproduct of what I'm assuming is the Horcrux uh, protecting itself. Now, Harry is also Horcrux, mm. and the part of Harry that is actually Voldemort would not want other people getting close to Harry. What I actually think happened. is that the Dursleys were initially okay with taking in Harry and raising him properly as their own child like they raised Dudley uh and the reason mm-hmm. that i think this yeah. is because well Harry is protected by Lily's sacrifice the entire plot of the story is based on the fact that Harry is able to love and because of that he has something that Voldemort doesn't but i don't think that that sacrificial yeah. protection and the charm that lily and dumbledore basically put on harry when lily 
got herself killed by Voldemort in an attempt to save Harry from him. The charm that they collectively put on Harry would not work unless Harry was also some under somebody else's loving protection. And wait, I I didn't get it. You didn't get it. Yeah. Okay, so yeah. The entire plot of the books is basically just that Harry is protected from Voldemort because of his mother's sacrifice, right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. And basically it comes down to according to Dumbledore, it comes down to love. It comes down to the fact that Lily in her love for Harry sacrificed herself. And that cast a sort of sacrificial protection charm over Harry which would stop the murderer of Lily which is Voldemort in this case uh, from ever harming Harry uh, as long as he calls home a place where Lily's blood dwells which in this case is yeah. Petonia's household uh, but I don't oh. I don't think that would work at all unless the person that took in Harry actually loved him to begin with they did it as you know out of love for harry and not as out of a sense of duty or anything yeah so but yeah so but you know they did not like him they did not like him uh, yeah but it would follow uh, from this theory i get your point petunia at least had to love harry at least a little bit for this protection to even work uh mm. and what do we say i don't think the they loved him at all they like despised him yeah, a lot but we only saw their interactions once harry turned 11 and went started going to hogwarts uh, and what happened when harry started going to hogwarts voldemort started being able to harm him more and more marginally uh, and that the the degree of control that voldemort had over harry's life increased with each passing year uh in the chamber of secrets it was a little bit more than the philosopher's stone so um, do you think that voldemort technically so yeah, yeah. so i was sorry. saying do you think that voldemort technically killed himself because the prophecy was that harry would kill voldemort and Vold- and harry was actually he had a part of voldemort in himself So did he kind of just, you know, hit himself in the foot with an axe? So at the risk of going on a huge side tangent here, uh, when Harry killed Voldemort, the Horcrux inside of Harry was already dead. It, Voldemort killed that Horcrux when he killed Harry, uh, and Harry ended up being able to talk to Dumbledore. Dumbledore is obviously very, very dead at that point. Uh, right. Harry then yeah. came back because uh, his connection with Lily, and therefore his connection with Voldemort, because Voldemort of course took Harry's blood in resurrecting himself. That connection yeah. ended up binding Harry to life, uh, which means that mm-hmm. Harry was basically able to come back from the dead and finish off Voldemort. Getting back to the theory that I had before. what i think mm-hmm. is that in the 11 years between the the boy who lived chapter and the next chapter where we see harry actually being abused by the dursleys them taking him to the zoo but mistreating him a lot 
uh, what happens in that 11 year long gap or that 10 year long gap i guess is a complete mystery and what i think happened in that gap is that the horcrux inside of harry began to manipulate the dursleys into hating harry uh because obviously if so um are you sure they did not you know hate him the moment he was delivered at their doorstep that doesn't make sense to me that never made sense to me reading the books i always understood that that was protecting harry from voldemort but for one thing it didn't just poof at all it slowly withered away uh, until in the seventh mm-hmm. book it becomes a lot stronger because harry starts hunting down voldemort and uh, his and voldemort's lives become more intertwined and therefore the blood connection that they have starts protecting harry more and more but what happens before that yeah. is the is that charm the charm that dumbledore placed on harry using lily's sacrificial protection withers away slowly you know in in the philosopher's stone voldemort tries to kill harry but utterly fails in the second book the same thing happens but harry comes very close to dying uh, in the third book as well harry comes much closer to dying than he was in the past 2 years in the fourth book voldemort actually comes back almost kills harry but then harry ends up escaping in the process voldemort kills one of harry's close ish friends that is cedric diggory uh, cedric yeah yeah in the four, in the fifth book of course there's there are a lot of murders and also uh Voldemort kills Sirius and comes very close to gaining the prophecy and also comes very close to killing Harry again Harry sort of stops Voldemort from possessing him and never the books never really made clear what that happened what happened there uh yeah and then another thing that happened in that year is that Harry and Harry basically was began actively trying to kill Voldemort. Uh in the 6th book again Voldemort uh basically enters Hogwarts even though he doesn't he isn't there. He himself isn't there but his influence mm. is still growing much stronger over Hogwarts and mm. his death eaters end up killing Dumbledore. Uh and then in the 7th book a lot of like harm comes to harry through voldemort's actions he doesn't actually get very close to killing him at all so this withering yeah. away of that charm kind of tells me that that charm started to grow weaker and weaker and weaker as the dursleys hate for harry increased uh and mm-hmm. oh yeah got it so as you know Yeah so yeah. it would follow that the 10 years between the, the chapter the boy who lived and Harry getting the Hogwarts letter the 10 years between that that same process mm. happened but we just don't realize it that same process mm. took place but it was much less apparent because the Dursleys hate for Harry gradually increased uh, and this kind of increased relationship would make sense that that hate started at zero at some point 
but i i think that um, you know they did not like harry from the moment that they saw him just cuz you know petunia uh, uh, she did not like lily she she actually called her sister a freak and everything in the movie yeah but and i guess the in the book as I well i interpreted that whole thing is petunia being jealous of lily rather than disliking her out because petunia does try to get into hogwarts she even writes a letter to dumbledore uh so that jealousy mm-hmm. might have been the cause of that you know dislike that wouldn't mean that petunia would dislike her nephew who at that point was a defenseless child even after lily has died uh and also uh, also she ultimately she did take harry in which means that she didn't you know she mm-hmm. didn't hate him as much as well one of two things happened either she portrays a lot stronger hate towards harry than she actually does or some outside power influenced petunia and made her hate for mm-hmm. harry grow stronger and stronger and stronger until the point where harry tries to yeah. save their lives and they stop hating him essentially mm-hmm. yeah got it I I think you you might have a point but I'm not sure to you know what extent is this true or might be true yeah I yeah initially doubted this this theory a lot when I first came came actually it's kind of a funny funny story I <laughs> I had nothing better to do and I was in the shower so this was a random shower thought Yeah. Uh, but I think this is even thematically, even in the context of the story, uh, rather than the events that happen in the world of Harry Potter. Even in the context of the story itself, this makes mm-hmm. a lot more sense than everybody who is related to Harry by blood just outright hating him. Because ultimately, mm-hmm. the books make it a point to emphasize. that however strong your found family is blood is still thicker than water uh that's not yeah. true at all in the real world but that's mm. the moral of the story ultimately yeah in the books and it would make sense that if the books consider blood to be thicker than water you know it would make sense that harry's blood relatives didn't really hate him that much out of their own volition and were into that by some sort of power outside a power which is purposefully malevolent towards harry and the only organization that we see doing this really doing this throughout the seven books are the death eaters so um therefore um, remind me something or um, tell me something that we know that the those these were related to lily like Pet- petunia was lily's family what about harry's father's family what happened to them like were those these the only blood blood relatives that harry had yeah so the books do say dumbledore clearly informs professor mcgonagall that 
the Dursleys are the only living family that Harry has. Uh, and even though this is never actually mentioned in the books, we come to know later that when James was around 19 years old, his parents uh, died of dragonpox, both of them. Um, Wait, dragonpox? That's the thing? That's the thing. Alright, I did not know that. However, <laughs> well, you know, in your defense, it doesn't really come out much in the books. There's only instances or four instances, I guess, that we know of. Alright. Achha, that's, that's, a, that's a wizarding world disease, right? It's, a it's not a real it's thing. It's not a real yeah. disease, of course. Yeah, I uh, thought this was like some crazy ass version of um, no, 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 chicken no, no, box no, or no, something. No, 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 no. no, no, no. <laughs> Uh, that's very much a visiting world, visiting world uh, disease. Uh, in fact, Dumbledore yeah. is cited to have discovered the cure for it. I think. I don't remember exactly. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I think there's some problem at my end. I can see some disturbance in while recording, I don't know what's causing it though. It's really quiet over here. But actually, I can hear some sort of background noise while you're talking. So maybe it's the fan. Um. Yeah. No, actually, the thing is not that there's some construction going on. So I'm not sure that it will start because it's very irritating. Hmm. And like the construction is going on just behind this wall. Okay. Yeah. Huh. So now it's fine. I yeah, switched so off the fan. Now. Uh, this is we're going back into the podcast. So now, yeah. Now that we've discussed the fantastical element of our lives, let's um, move mm-hmm. on to real life for a bit, which is depressing and nobody wants to do that. But we should be acknowledging it a little. Uh, yeah. The whole point mm-hmm. of this podcast is so. This podcast is basically set up by an organization. Uh, called Project Health Warriors, uh, which is basically dedicated to with uh, so okay. just yeah. to snap into real life for a little bit. This uh, this podcast is based in Delhi, and we're doing we're doing this. <laughs> okay. 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 So this this podcast is basically set up by an organization called Project Health Warriors. Uh, Project Health Warriors is a a non-profit organization that is dedicated to collecting donations uh, basically to get people the healthcare that they deserve. Uh, The COVID-19 pandemic in India has put on full display that however well prepared our healthcare system is, there are faults in it and while I'm not blaming anyone for anything, I'm 100% sure that everybody did their best for this. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, 
is there are some problems that can be exposed by very extreme situations uh so project health warriors is a non profit again and we are dedicated to getting the poor and needy the healthcare that they deserve and that ultimately that they need to survive because obviously they are all humans they are they all um, deserve a chance at life as much as all of you so yeah to 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 donate a little bit to our cause you can visit our facebook page you can visit our instagram you can also go to our website all of those are linked in the notes or the description down below you can subscribe and or follow you can leave a review positive review that would help get more people invested in this podcast because the faster we build an audience the more this organization progresses and the more good it can now back to the content of the podcast हम्म आ सो अब क्या डिस्कस करने वाले हैं अ ओके दिस इज अम दिस इज लाइक अ वेरी कंट्रोवर्शियल टॉपिक लाइक वाज स्नेप एक्चुअली अ गुड पर्सन और नॉट हां ये ये कर सकते हैं सो हां नेक्स्ट वी आर गोइंग टू मूव ऑन टू अ टॉपिक दैट इज 100% गोइंग टू रेज सम हैड्स that was a weird way to put it but i'm not editing that out <laughs> uh this is definitely going to ruffle some feathers was snape a good person or was he in the end not sound morally i personally mm-hmm. lean towards the fact that he was not a good person and i'll tell you exactly why for one thing Lovely, and he claimed that he wanted to protect her son Harry. But what does he do to Harry? He basically all he does is try to get him expelled. Which, by the way, hmm. in this context, getting Harry expelled is as good as getting him killed. Uh, yeah, Harry because is, you know Hogwarts. Ah, Harry is. safe until he's 17 for all snape knows uh, and for all we know for the first four books basically harry is safe till he's 17 but after that he's going to have to use his own skills and his own magic to defend himself what happens if harry gets expelled in his first or his second year doesn't understand magic at all and then spends the next 6 7 years of his life at the dursleys at which point he is vulnerable to any death eater who wants to kill him and we know that the a lot of the death eaters the ones that are remaining in normal civilization in the visiting world a lot of them might see harry as a rallying point but a lot of the death eaters that are in askaban Uh, and therefore the ones that are much more dangerous see harry as the reason for their master's downfall and ultimately they think that killing harry would either bring voldemort back or allow them to bring voldemort back because obviously they know that voldemort is immortal that's what he's been telling 
the Death Eaters all along and they don't believe that Voldemort is actually dead. Bellatrix cl clarifies that very well when she tells Snape to basically pull his, ad <laughs> pull his head out of his behind.
that's younger than us and with the dark arts and also with Voldemort he got involved with people who we all know to have become death eaters you know uh, McNair, Rose, uh, Rosier, Mulciver people like that we, we know that all of them eventually went on to become death eaters and he was already involved with them and to a, to a certain extent justifying their anti-muggle-born actions in school. I mean, Lily even confronts him about this. She says that she acknowledges that James is an arrogant dorag, uh, but that what Snape's friends and Snape do is dark magic and it is very, very wrong. Uh, and she even makes it very clear to Snape that she considers that worse than James's arrogance. And I mean, and James's response to Lily when she confronts him about the whole butt blood incident, that's also very, very telling, is that Lily, Lily knows that Snape uses the word mud blood to um, basically sort of slur against all muggle-borns that he meets rather or you know other than Lily and he tries to pretend that Lily is different but in the end she is not. Lily is one of the many muggle-borns that you know died because of Voldemort and even if Voldemort had not killed her in the first visiting war she would have died in the second visiting war or been put in Azkaban in the second visiting war because of his genocide against Mughalbones. Dumbledore and uh, Fudge that he doesn't know who's 
but all that he knows is that it would have taken an extremely powerful wizard to do it. No, Snape's Patronus is a do, it's not a stag. Yeah, so the, the time when we see um, Snape's Patronus is when uh, it picks up Harry and basically guides him to where Snape has hidden the sword, sword of Gryffindor uh, inside of a frozen lake. And that's when Ron saves Harry's life, Ron destroy, destroys the Horcrux, uh, Ron then gets almost beaten to death by Hermione in an awkward bout of sexual tension which I never understood. Honestly, how cool would it have been that if, you know, if, if, with, uh, it, <laughs> why, why can't I speak today? Uh, how cool would it have been if Hermione, Hermione just kind of kissed him? I don't know. Kissed him? Kissed Ron, I mean. Because, I mean, she was pretty much pining for Ron the whole time he was gone, so... Why are you trying to kill him now? But yeah, but that was such a... Yeah, that, that, that was such a... No, they didn't do that in Chamber of Secrets. No, 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 no. That's how the movie is presented. They actually kissed in front of Harry uh, in the corridor where uh, Hagrid, <laughs> Hagrid comes flying in through the window because Grog threw him through the window. Uh, yeah, so maybe we should play the blues and sing. sing. Uh, so, unfortunately, our discussion is cut short by quite a lot uh, because I, either of us have some other engagements and we are now going to wind up essentially but if you enjoyed this tune in next week because we are going to release this next week uh, and when that happens you can get more of our delightful talk uh, and remember this is all done for charity all of the proceeds or the revenue generated from this podcast uh, is going directly towards benefiting uh, people who need healthcare but can't get it. So this is all done for a good cause. We don't get anything out of it. Uh, um, and if you think that that is a noble cause to be a part of, spread the word. Because like I said before, the faster we build an audience, the more benefit that we can do. See, see, see you everyone. Um, 